0: Leslie Lutie, host of the Set Apart Podcast, Biblical Encouragement for Women of All Ages this week I'm excited to be continuing with our biblical mindset series and talking about a biblical mindset towards parenting. Now, even if you're not a parent, if you have any kind of influence with children or are looking ahead to the future when you might become a parent someday, my prayer is that these principles will really encourage you. This is not going to be a parenting how-to episode. There are a lot of things out there, a lot of resources for Christian parents that give guidelines and parenting how-tos and tips and tricks. That is not what we're going to be focusing on today in this episode, we're going to be looking at a biblical mindset toward the role of a parent in a child's life and just taking a broader look at it from a biblical perspective. And I believe it'll be encouraging for you no matter what season of life you're in. Before we jump in, I wanted to remind you that this is the very last week to register for a simulcast of our 2023 Set Apart Conference. We just had the live event here in Colorado last weekend, and it was so powerful and so beautiful, such a blessing to me to see so many women of all ages, of all backgrounds from all over the country and even other countries gathering together to really rally around the pursuit of Jesus Christ. It's so refreshing. And the messages were all about that theme of valiant, becoming a woman of heavenly strength strength. And so if you desire to enjoy those sessions on your own or with a group, one simulcast registration covers a group of any size, and you'll have access to the sessions for the rest of 2023. So it's just a great opportunity to bring these truths into your life in a deeper way and share them with others. Go to sideapart.org if you'd like to learn more about registering for a simulcast or click the link in this podcast description. So let's talk about a biblical mindset toward parenting. If you grew up around Christian conservative circles like I did, and especially around kind of the homeschool community, which I did as well. There's a mentality that is not entirely wrong, but it can definitely lead some of us off track when it comes to parenting. And it's this idea that if we just properly train our children, they're going to stay on the right path. And if a child goes off track in life, then his parents must have failed somewhere along the line. And just there was a gap in his child training. So we hear a lot about the importance of, you know, teaching them to be polite to other adults and sit still in church and have a really solid education and learn how to study their Bible and memorize scripture. And of course, you know, have a relationship with Christ in there somewhere (laughs) too. And there's a real emphasis in conservative circles on proper training of children. Now that is, all of that is extremely important and such a huge part of our responsibility as parents to give them that practical guidance. But where the danger comes in is when we lean on that, if I properly train my child, if I just make sure I don't have any holes in my lineup of what I'm teaching that child, they're going to draw close to God and they're going to stay on a godly path for the rest of their lives. Correct child training is definitely important. But one thing I have learned in my 18 years of parenting is that something more is needed. And that's something more is spiritual battle tools. It is not enough to just properly train our children and educate them well. And even to just give them a really good understanding of Christianity and lead them into, you know, lead them in a sinner's prayer, lead them to understand who Jesus is. Still something more is needed. We have to go to battle for their souls of our children. One story that I've shared before on this podcast in other episodes, it's just so stands out to me when it comes to the role of a parent from a biblical perspective. We tend to skip over our most foundational purpose as a parent, and that is to battle for our children's soul and to wrestle in prayer for them for their eternal future. And so often we skip over that step and we just go to a whole bunch of homeschool conferences and read a whole bunch of parenting books and get our whole lineup of how we want to accomplish some goal in our child's life. And we fail to realize the most important thing that we can do is fight for our children on our knees. Leonard Ravenhill, this is the story I was referring to, Leonard Ravenhill, who was one of my favorite writers. He was a Christian evangelist. He's no longer living, but he wrote books like Why Revival Tarries and Revival Praying, just really, really fiery, powerful, amazing messages, an amazing man of God. But I remember hearing an interview with him when he was really at the end of his life, I think in his late 70s, maybe in his 80s. And it was just a very informal interview, I think, taken, uh, audio recorded in his living room. But he was talking about what he remembered from his childhood and specifically what he remembered about his father. And his father was... This man who was just a working class man who didn't have a lot of money, I think he was a a factory worker maybe, and he didn't really have a lot to offer his children in the way of education or money or opportunities, but he had spiritual passion. And Leonard Ravenhill talked about any time someone would come to the area who was like, a fiery preacher or a revivalist, the, the father would take him to those meetings and they would have prayer meetings with other men and he would take his son to these prayer meetings and they would stay up till two and three in the morning and just cry out to God on behalf of their families and their communities and for revival to come. He remembers his daddy, as he says, as he calls him, taking off his coat in a, at two in the morning in a room that had no heat and just weeping and fervently crying out to God. And what he remembers most of all about his father is his father's spiritual passion. Now, this is 70 years later or so that Leonard Ravenhill is recalling these memories. And it stood out to me so much because he wasn't really even thinking about what opportunities he was given by his father or what kind of money or material things they had or what kind of practical training his father gave him or what kind of educational opportunities his father gave him. He remembered the passion that his father had for Jesus Christ. And he remembered his father's prayer life. It wasn't just an ordinary prayer life where he just said a blessing, you know, before meals. It was a prayer life where he wrestled in prayer for the souls of his children with tears, with weeping for hours at a time. And that spiritual fire was contagious and passed on to Leonard. And Leonard was still passionate and fiery for revival and for prayer 70 years later. That is truly incredible. One thing that I can say from personal experience, especially having four adopted children, there are generational mindsets and spiritual strongholds sometimes in our children's lives that can only be broken spiritually by fighting on our knees for their souls. And no amount of good, solid training or the right homeschool curriculum is going to be enough when the battle is first and foremost spiritual. Now, again, this does not mean we throw training out the window. We don't educate well. We don't teach our children how to you know, memorize scripture and sit still in church. All of those things are great. But when we forget that there is a battle over the souls of our children, it is really a victory for the enemy because he gets us off of our knees and focused on, oh no, I need to do this and cover this base and remember this. And, oh, I forgot to teach them that, or, oh, this training isn't going as well as I hope they're not, you know, they've only memorized two scriptures versus a whole bunch more and they don't have this figured out yet. And they, we get so caught up in the practical side and fail to remember the battle raging over our children's souls. And so again, sometimes there are generational strongholds. Sometimes there are spiritual, sinful strongholds. There are literally just attacks from the enemy where he is targeting our children in specific areas and that has to first and foremost be broken spiritually. It's not something you can just train them out of. When there is a battle over our children's soul, this is the other thing that I've seen, especially in conservative Christian circles, the enemy often wants us to blame ourselves as parents and get us fixated on what we're doing or not doing or where we're lacking or where we're falling short and distract us from what we really need to be doing which is getting on our knees and going to battle for our children's souls. This is one of my favorite stories in history about Hudson Taylor, who is known as the father of modern missions. He is probably the most influential and effective and famous missionary in the last few hundred years. And he wasn't always passionate about God. In fact, at one point in his life, when he was a teenager, he really didn't have any interest in spiritual things. His mother was a devoted Christian and she became really burdened for the state of his soul. And sometimes I think we need to be brought to that place as mothers where we, we see that the battle is spiritual. We see that we can't just educate them into having a spiritual passion or train them into having a spiritual passion. We need to get on our knees and wrestle for them. And that is exactly what Amelia Taylor, Hudson Taylor's mother, did. She felt a strong desperation to cry out to God for her son's salvation and see the power of the gospel change his life. And so one day when she was staying away from home with friends or with relatives, she felt very pressed to wrestle in prayer for her son. She knelt by her bed. She determined not to get up from that spot until she was confident that his soul had been won for Christ. So hour after hour, she pleaded for him until at last she could pray no longer, but she knew in her heart that the victory had been gained. The Spirit of God made it clear to her that her son had come into the kingdom of God that very day. Upon her arrival home several days later, Hudson met her at the door to tell her the joyful news that he had given his life to Christ the very same afternoon that she had wrestled for him in prayer. And it's really amazing to me to not only see the victory that was won in his life through Hudson Taylor's mother being willing to go to battle for his soul, but also how many countless lives were eternally impacted as a result of this faithful mother's diligent prayer and spiritual warfare for her son. Because she invested spiritually into him. He invested spiritually into countless thousands as a missionary. She was a heroic, valiant woman who fought and won battles for souls, beginning with her own children. R.A. Torrey, who was an evangelist in the early 1900s, said a very powerful challenge to Christian parents. He said, Oh, mothers and fathers, it is your privilege to have every one of your children saved but it costs something to have them saved. It costs your spending much time alone with God to be much in prayer. It also costs your making those sacrifices and straightening out those things in your life that are wrong. It costs fulfilling the conditions of prevailing prayer. And if any of you have unsaved children, when you go home today, get alone with God and ask him to show you what may be in your own life that could be responsible for their, their present condition. Now that's a little bit, jarring. I think for some of us, it's like, wait, are you saying that just because my children don't have spiritual hunger, it's my fault. It's a problem in my life. It's true that as parents, we cannot choose salvation for our children. And we need to be very aware of the fact that there is a battle over their souls and the enemy often is trying to bait them towards spiritual dullness. But we do as parents have such a critical role to play in the process. And that is what R.A. Tori is saying here. Our decisions and actions will have a direct impact on the direction of our children's spiritual life and their spiritual passion. Now, this is both a privilege and a challenge. And there have been times when I've been wrestling on behalf of one or more of my children where God has really asked me to stop and say, okay, Lord, is there anything in my life, any access point for the enemy, any habitual sin, anything that I need to make right in my life so that there is no open door there and my children are not vulnerable to the enemy because of my inconsistencies or habitual sin or whatever it might be. And I think going through that process of saying, I am willing to get on my face before God and let him cleanse and purge anything out of my life that could be standing in the way, it makes us so much stronger to fight on behalf of our children. And then looking at things in our lives, you know, sometimes we are so fixated on training our children properly, but we let our own spiritual disciplines, our own pursuit of Christ kind of fall by the wayside. But to make sure that we are not just teaching our children the right things, but they are seeing our spiritual passion. They are seeing our passion to wrestle in prayer. They are seeing our with Jesus Christ, our personal relationship with him, that is going to have so much of an eternal impact on them. Light years beyond just choosing the right curriculum or choosing the right education system or training them in these various behaviors, seeing our spiritual passion, our pursuit of Jesus Christ is what can spark that same fire in their souls. In recent decades, there have been multiple studies revealing that a startling number of Christian young people are abandoning their faith. Some of them, a lot of them grew up in Christian circles, but when they enter the quote real world of whether it's high school or college or the secular workforce, the powers of doubt and darkness often pull them away from Christ. Now the Bible does promise that it does not have to be this way, but it does require vigilance and effort on our part. It requires wrestling prayer. So instead of passively letting these years go by or being so distracted on the practical side of child training, we are called to be diligent soldiers fighting on our knees on behalf of our children's soul. At our conference this past weekend, we talked about the amazing quality of becoming a valiant woman. And a valiant woman, if if she's a mother of children, will be courageously fighting for the souls of her children, fighting for them spiritually. Proverbs 31.10 says, who can find a virtuous woman? And this word virtuous actually means valiant, mighty, and strong. It's a warfare term. It's the same word used to describe the valiance of King David when he put alien armies to flight through the power of God. It's so clear in scripture that a godly woman and a godly mother is not passive, indifferent, or spiritually weak. She is armed and ready for spiritual battle. And that is really such a key part of of the biblical mindset we are meant to have toward parenting, but one that is very easy to overlook in our day and age when we want to just solve everything ourselves and figure it all out ourselves. You know, we get on social media, we get on Instagram, we see all these tips of how to be a great homemaker, a great homeschool mom, whatever it is, and we get caught up in that and forget that we need to be armed and ready for spiritual battle. In Proverbs 31, 27, it says, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat bread of idleness. Now, at first glance, we sometimes will equate these words with taking care of household logistics, which of course is important. But if you look a little deeper, you'll see that watching over the ways of our households goes beyond just homemaking tasks. Primarily, it means standing guard spiritually over our children with the vigilance of a soldier, never becoming careless, and never laying down our sword. The key is this, the only way to win this epic battle for our children's soul is to fight it on our knees. One of the deadliest lies the enemy feeds us today is to convince Christian parents that we don't really have time for importunate wrestling prayer for our families. We sometimes look at parenting, especially the early years of parenting, as a time when it's totally acceptable to just coast spiritually. It's really easy to let the constant demands of young children push our prayer times and our quiet times to the back burner and our scripture time to the back burner and just come to the conclusion, I'll get serious about spiritual things when my kids are older and I have more time on my hands. But if the enemy can lull us to sleep spiritually, it is that much easier for him to Influence our children away from the things of God. Satan wants nothing more than to see us lay down our sword and stop fighting for our children's souls. So we often will try to convince us that we owe it to ourselves to take it easy during these intense seasons of child raising rather than rising up and exerting ourselves spiritually on their behalf. If we want to see our children made strong spiritually and choose light over darkness, We need to embrace the same kind of commitment that Hudson Taylor's mother had, where we refuse to stop wrestling in prayer and standing in faith to see God's purposes accomplished in our children's lives. As parents, we have been given a sacred privilege and opportunity of leading our children to Jesus Christ and preparing them as ambassadors of the gospel. At the same time, we also need to remember that the enemy of their souls is constantly at work looking for ways to pull them away from truth and lead them down a path of destruction. The battle over their eternal future is intense, especially during the formative years of their lives. I believe that as Christian parents, we need to make up our mind to draw a line in the sand, to rise up and become armed and ready for the battle that we are called to fight on behalf of our kids. When you look at the darkness that is flooding into our culture and the evil that is sweeping all around us and the bait points that are out there for our children, just from walking out the front door we recognize that now is not the time to lay down our swords. So if you would like to take a step back and say, okay, training is important, practical things are important, but I need to be wrestling in prayer and fighting spiritually for my children And when you are ready and willing to do that, God meets you right there and shows you exactly what steps you are to take. For Eric and I, we recently took a whole day out of our lives, which is really hard to do. And we kind of had other people fill in our responsibilities. For that entire day, we, we just took a stand spiritually for different ones of our children that were struggling with different things and took a stand against what the enemy was trying to do in their lives. It's really important that as we take these steps forward, whether it's wrestling prayer or pushing back the enemy, resisting the enemy's work over our children's lives or standing in faith to see a breakthrough happen, that we don't become discouraged when we don't see breakthroughs right away. Sometimes the victory is won by God giving us small amounts of territory at a time. And that's a pattern you see even in the Old Testament as God gives victory little by little when we are consistent, when we stand in faith, when we are faithful to the call to wrestle for our children's souls, we will begin to see those breakthroughs, even if they're one step at a time. I believe that wrestling prayer and standing spiritually for the souls of our children and pushing the enemy's work back in their lives is the first and foremost important step in being a godly parent. We can't simply follow a conservative child training protocol and call it good. We need to go to battle for our children's soul. So, in our next episode, we are going to look at some practical ways to do this on a daily basis. But in the meantime, I encourage you to just pause and prayerfully consider whether you are spiritually fighting on behalf of your children. Are you wrestling in prayer? And are you willing to remove anything and everything that is standing in the way of your ability to take this battle seriously? Remember, we do not fight on our own. We fight with the victory of heaven. We fight through our position in Christ, and all things are under his feet. And if we are in Christ, all things are under our feet. He has given us his authority in his name to push the enemy back and to go after his promises. And that is very encouraging because a lot of times when we take a step forward to say, I'm going to fight spiritually for my children, we feel very weak and very inadequate. And that is completely fine because his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And he is the one who will do valiantly through us and will tread down our enemies through us. So this may be a little different angle on parenting than you've thought about before, but if you will go after the spiritual victory that God wants to wield in your children's lives, you will begin to see breakthroughs in every other area as well. Be willing to sacrificially pray, sacrificially give your time, your energy, and strength to see your children passionate about Jesus Christ. Let your passion for Christ become contagious in their lives. And whether or not you picked the right curriculum or educated them in all the perfect ways, you will have won an incredible victory and fulfilled God's calling upon your life as a godly parent. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to go deeper into Christ-centered motherhood, we have loads of resources both at setapart.org and at setapartmotherhood.com, so we'll link those in this podcast description. Meanwhile, I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.